this episode miss ministi s nair an ias officer of the uttar pradesh cadre spoke about her literary journey translations and about the experience of translating works of malayalam writer vj james she translates between four languages english malayalam hindi and avathi her translation of the poison of love by malayalam novelist k r meera was long listed for the dsc prize in the year 2017 and the unseeing idol of light by the same author was shortlisted for the crossword book jury awards in 2018 her translation of anticlock was shortlisted for the jcb prize for literature in the year 2021 she has further translated sundarakanda kishkinda kanda from avadhi into english and the poetry collections my home after me by agneya from hindi and the heaviness of the rain by veeran kutti from malayalam ma'am uh, welcome to our podcast uh, harshniyam thank you for uh, giving us time uh, despite your busy schedule thank you very much you know it is my honor thank you anil for the opportunity and really mean it sincerely yeah uh, ma'am before uh, we move on to literature uh, how do you create a separate mental space to really focus uh, on writing and translation and all that and in additionally reading uh, you are a voracious reader mm, how do you do that how do you manage i anil very frankly believe it is a question of using your time well all of us have 24 hours and i have been a very good time manager right from my childhood i make it a point not to waste time frivolously i plan my time and if you really love doing something we automatically find time when people ask me this question i give them an analogy if you sit uh, with a book let us say 200 pages and you decide i have to translate it in two days time it is not going to happen even if you are a genius but if you decide i'll do one page per day it will take you 200 days that's it correct if you do two pages it will take you 100 days 100 means the first script can be out roughly in 3 months time correct matlab going by the logic now the challenge is to make sure that that particular target which you set for yourself so that two pages you have to do come uh, you know oh, like is a poem of the highway man you know come hello high water the highway man comes riding so we have to we have to be consistent with our this thing so i make it a point even if i'm very tired if i have translation to do if i have to do two pages that two pages i do so i give myself a target for the first script first manuscript and typically even if it is a very big novel like nirishwaran uh, i usually get the first script out in two and a half to three months time now uh, you are in the indian administrative service and uh, dealing largely with issues related to the public right and of course you are a writer and translator yes. too i mean to ask you is there any way one would enrich the other right uh, again you know i i do believe that uh, your ability to be sensitive your observation capabilities your sense of humor the the nuances you pick from the people you interact with actually enhances you as a writer you know and uh, holistically we are just one human being correct if i am sensitive in my job i bring in the same sensitivity to my reading and writing space also i also believe that a job is just a job 
at the end of the day you can be a doctor an engineer whatever work you practice is just one role you play on the stage of life i have a lot of other roles i'm a mother you know i'm a sister so many roles we have to play all of us do that so writer or reading these are all roles which we play and Uh, the more integrated we are the more in consonance each of these roles are with each other i think that make us a better human being right so if if i am let us say i had a very good day at work okay i could help somebody somebody wanted a transfer i could do it i carry the joy with me when i come back home if i read a good book and i'm happy probably i carry the joy back to my workplace so it's it's a very integrated whole and i definitely believe the more passions which we can pick the more hobbies we do the more multifaceted we are the more we read in different languages if we can read different genres you explore you know the more broad minded and generous and kind hearted you become and that is that is the aspiration i have i think you had a long career in in indian administrative service are there any specific assignments in your service which gave you a lot of satisfaction it's a privilege actually to be in the indian administrative service the sort of variety you have and i am a malayali i am working 3000 kilometers away from my home but now up is my home you know i know each and i love the state and the sort of you know as a because you are in the service uh, you the the true word it is service so the moment we uh, there is a joke actually sometimes the civil servant is neither civil nor nor a servant but then i try to keep the <laughs> service part uh, you know uh, ingrained even as a district magistrate let us say there is a flood going on and uh, yeah and you're out there handling floods you're giving relief you know i've been fortunate to work as district collector and magistrate of almost five districts handling elections floods but one assignment because we get to do a variety of assignments in the is currently i'm gst commissioner but one assignment which gave me immense satisfaction was when i was special secretary in the home department and i was handling anti human trafficking initiatives for which i was fortunate to win a couple of awards also the indian express award and the us consulate award what we did was we worked with different departments like women and child or police or ngos and railways and we trained almost 3000 stakeholders you know different people college students villagers in order to make them aware of what is human trafficking so that gave me immense satisfaction because uh you know after the uh, trade of guns and ammunition and drugs the most lucrative trade is selling of human body now uh, age has no bar it was a shocking shocking information for me how i got to know and that is also an interesting uh, thing was on a saturday there was a seminar uh, on human trafficking and usually on a saturday we don't go for seminars right we just delegate it to somebody and we enjoy at home but something in me said go attend and when i attended a victim uh, who was a little girl child during the gujarat earthquake who lost her parents who was you know taken and sold in a brothel and this is what happens during disasters maximum human trafficking happens you know the reality she told how as an orphan she was sold to the brothel in gb street in delhi and she narrated a life story i had tears in my eyes when she said that you know she suffered through aids and she had children and once and she she got out of it with the help of an ngo and when she was walking she saw the same man who sold her come along with another 10 year old girl and she went and grabbed the scholar and took him to the police station and she was weeping by the time the judges the bureaucrats half of us were in tears you know when you see that sort of reality and when you find that you are in a position of power 
to do whatever you can. It, it gives you an immense sense of responsibility. So my work uh, with UNICEF and a lot of agencies for anti-human trafficking and helping women and children, that probably is one of the most satisfying uh, career experiences I've had. Now, you were interested in uh, reading literature. When did it start? Oh, I grew up in a family surrounded by books. My father is a voracious reader. Now he's 89, the most brilliant man I've ever, ever met in my life. We had books and magazines all over the place. My father, Acha, we called him. We, we used to have, you know, multiple languages in Malayalam and, you know, and translations and from, you know. Uh, so, so growing up in a culture in Kerala, you should understand, had a very rich library culture. The Vainashala moment, you know, probably, you know, every village had a library. My mother made it sure that we were members of like four or five libraries. All my vacations were spent inside, you know, she will, she was working. So she'll, she'll pack me off to the public library, give me food, come in the afternoon, check on me, walk all the way in the sun. I mean, you, we are what we are because of our parents and the culture of giving importance to reading and education in my family. Uh, and, and that continues till today. My brother reads, I, I read, we discuss books, movies, you know, so, so first gratitude for very empowered, educated parents who made sure that books were always there. We grew up seeing them read. And that is something which I practice till today. My children read probably because they see me read. We, it is, you know, there is a cartoon. I would love to narrate it here. The cartoon is very evocative. I mean, there are two mothers. One has an iPad in the hand. Her and her child has an iPad in the hand. The other mother has a book in the hand. Her daughter has a book in the hand. And there is only one conversation in the cartoon. How do you get her to read, you know? So the mother is asking, the one with the iPad. <laughs> the question and the answer is right there. So so, so I, I practice what my father taught me. So uh, point number one, growing up in a family, uh, with books. Second, I've always had interest in uh, different languages. And when I landed in Uttar Pradesh, although I studied Hindi only till 10th standard, then came this wonderful opportunity of learning the different dialects of Hindi. So I started understanding Avadhi and I started translating from Avadhi also, apart from English and Malayalam. So when and why did you start uh, writing and translating? I was actually trying to collate the number of books. I realized to my utter surprise, I've written more than 20 books, you know writing it down uh, because of this interview so uh, the first book i published was as an is uh, as a sub collector in jasi it is a short story collection called unequal equations i do think this uh, you know it is in print the original version had beautiful pictures but then you know now the the uh, the latest uh, edition available does not have pictures but it is still available in amazon unequal equations probably somewhere when i was sdm 2005 or 2006 right then i I wrote a lot of children's books, you know, I wrote moral stories for children, mythological based, then I wrote poems for children. So, so I got into that. Okay. Then a lot of essays on my work experience, I wrote all the interesting humorous anecdotes I compiled, uh, you know, and then said she and all, oh, a lot of funny episodes, you know, as a collector who didn't know Hindi, you get confused, sitting in court and all sorts of experiences. So those are in my essay collections. So then I wrote a novel somewhere in 2006. I wrote a novel which was published by a Bangalore-based publisher. It is a detective, detective novel called Anklets at Sunset. Three old men, you know, can't see, can't hear, can't speak. Uh, murder which they witness and how they investigate and all that. Uh, you know, so, so that was my foray into uh, writing. My uh, journey into translation began in 2016. My daughter had gone to USA for her undergrad. She is now going to start a PhD in mathematics. So at that time, I missed her so much. And I'm also a big time Hanuman Bhakt. Uh, 
okay so i i wanted uh, to do something so that the protection of hanumanji will be with her and my my agony of being away from her is also so i started translating very personally in my wordpress blog few shlokas from uh, sundarkand tulsi das ji's translation of uh, ramayana we all grew up reading ramayana in our own mother tongue right i am very familiar with athyatma ramayana by tunja telthachin the father of malayalam literature we studied him in school you know we grew up reciting the prayers in the evening time we light the lamp and recite ramayana also i mean we had the culture of that so when i went through sundarkand and it is a most recited most loved prayer and it is a most beautiful canto because hanuman uh, crosses over lanka and this is uh, you know assignment he completes assignment given to him by sri ramchandra he is the epitome of humility kindness you know he is a role model in a lot of ways so you know, the miracle was uh, i mean you know there are certain magical things which happen when you translate and i would really love to say this now tulsidas ji uh, translated this in a district called chitrakoot okay and even now there are uh, you know there are remains of his manuscript akbar had given some property to tulsidas ji there are so many stories now unexpectedly in between translation i got an opportunity i was sent as a nodal officer to check on malnutrition of all places in chitrakoot i was again in home department then i asked the inspector who was accompanying me and ye ye kaun sa hai kyunki i knew obviously that sri ram ji and all you know they stayed in chitrakoot then they said madam do you know tulsidas ji rajapur mein baithe he had translated we'll take you i was so astounded i was literally telling bhagwan you are sitting somewhere in your watching that ministry is struggling to translate sundarkanda from hindi to english so you decide let me send you to chitrakoot for a day you are you are actually laughing at me right whatever said dana came back inspired and then you will not believe on the 50th day i completed the translation i used to do it every single day on the 50th day 50 chapters sundarkanda got completed till today out of the seven cantos i translated uh, four the fourth is under publication sundarkand uh, basically it's transliteration uh, matlab i interpret uh, the words a lot of beautiful pictures i so sundarkand uh, then kishkinda kand in 2019 last year aranyakand was published the forest canto and lanka kand the fight between sri ram and ravan that is under publication uh, right now four there are three more hopefully bhagwan if he wants he will let me complete all the seven Now, when it comes to novels, ma'am, the fiction, yes. the regular yes. uh, fiction, you yes. started with uh, K. R. Meera, right? Yes, I she did. She is also a very popular uh, Malayalam writer. She writes in Malayalam too, and she is a winner of Kendra Sahitya Academy Award too. I yes, think, right? yes, absolutely. So many awards she has won. we had uh, some mutual friends uh, you know we had a couple of uh, lady friends very brilliant uh, you know uh, women uh, i mean i can quote her, their name very proudly piyush is a very senior policy officer dr piyush antony they read in multiple languages dr thanya she is a neonatologist so we have common friends and we had come to visit them so piyush told me when you come over we will have dinner together so i went because i was a super fan of meera very powerful writer what a brilliant mind So when we went, I asked Mira, Mira, you your books have been translated, but tell me, Mira Sadhu, this is about an IIT girl who ends up as a widow in Vrindavan, and it is in Malayalam. The novella is so power packed, you know, it will you can't eat anything after you read that book. Gut wrenching book, you know, you'll be weeping, you will not be able to eat anything if you truly get into it. It is a very visceral experience. So I said, how come nobody has translated Mira Sadhu? she said many a lot of people told me we will not do it it is horrifying i mean you i mean it, it i can't do it you know because she said it's that sort of an experience because you become part of that experience and it's a very traumatizing novel 
I said, can I try? Something in me made me ask her, can I try? I've never translated, okay, uh, uh, English in Malayalam. She said, why not? And you will not believe it, Anil. I came out of the first draft in one week's time. So uh, so then what happened is Penguin gave me uh, and Meera a double book deal. I would like to thank Amba Chatterjee at that time. So Netro and Milanam, another book, Unseeing Idol of Light. So we got a double book deal. And I ended up translating both. Poison of Love, Meera Sadhu. It made it into the DSC South Asian literature long list. And uh, Unseeing Idol of Light made it into the top five of crossword shortlist. So that's how the journey started. I think you have translated five novels of uh, Vijay James so far. Six right? now, six totally. Six, <laughs> six. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. What makes his writing unique, in your opinion? Vijay James is amazingly brilliant. He's a scientist, a rank holder engineer, who, if you notice, is very, uh, is very, very erudite. He is a master of, you know, he has learned, uh, you know, so many books, Hindu spirit, uh, Hindu spirituality, any religious book deep knowledge in different things and this unique uh, humanitarian perspective, a sense of humor, a subtle sense of humor, narrating the lives of the marginalized in a very simple uh, form. I don't know if you've read Anti-Clock. Anti-Clock I read, yes. Yes, the yes. one which uh, came into the JCB shortlist. Yes. So yes. now the, the journey with James also is very interesting. Again, how serendipity plays a part. His first book, The Book of Exodus, which uh, was the first book we translated together. Uh, which took him 12 years to write and which will be published by Penguin next year, by the way, in the series of Book of Exodus is going to come out in probably January or February of next year. Uh, they're editing. So what happened is I had gone to Kerala and DC Books uh, is a, one of the most famous publishers, you know. So so I went to DC Bookstore and I saw this book, Purapad in the Pustavam. Now, Purapad in the Pustavam is very attractive as a title, the Book of Exodus. So I read it. I was so enchanted by its depth. It's about the rites and the rituals and, you know, so many beautiful characters about nature, how we are losing it, sadness, loss, philosophy, Bible. It's absolutely amazing. So when I read it, I was desperate. I said, hey, this is something which I should be translating. This requires a global audience. It is so beautiful. So I was checking. The problem is I really wish through your uh, video that this message comes through. You should always leave the email address of the writer. Maybe some translator sometimes can reach out. You know, otherwise, sometimes you have the impulse, but if there's no contact address, then you leave it, you know, and that opportunity. So DC fortunately had uh, given James's email ID. I simply sent him an email saying, I'm so impressed by your book. I'm an IS officer and I translated two books of K.R. Meera. If you're willing, I would love to translate this book. That's it. Now, by the time somebody had already translated James, Chora Shastra, it was already published in Harper, but James was so kind. He wrote back saying, Mini, uh, I mean, it is, it'll be an you know, absolute privilege. You please go ahead. You know, that's sort of a trust and understanding. So uh, that is how it started. And then from that day, uh, till today, six novels we have done together. I read uh, three of his books. Uh, in fact, uh, the third one, Datapaharam, is I am halfway through. This anti-clock, Niriswaran and Datapaharam, he talks about uh, science and philosophy. Uh -huh. When I say philosophy, yes. he quotes from Hindu scriptures widely. He writes it in a very simplistic way that anybody can understand. Uh, you are the translator for all the three, anti-clock, Niriswaran and Datapaharam. Yes. Thematically, how do you differentiate? Yes. Every book of James, you know, you don't, when you read three books, you feel as if you are, uh, you know, uh, writing three different authors. I mean, the style, the tenor, but underlying themes are the same. That is the thing. As a translator, 
because literally you are like a foster mother you know you probably read a book much deeper than the writer because first you read it as a reader then you read it as a translator you know the number of times antique clock is full of sadness a black humor you know the style of writing it is very different from nirishwaran nirishwaran is satire you know the, the the language the dialectical materialism the humor the size the style is very different now you come to dattapaharam it's like a mystery novel okay you're like you know you don't know what is going to happen you come to exodus it's a totally different you know it flows like a stream so the style the narrative the pitch all of it is different but if you go deeper as a translator does i found the underlying themes are always a heart full of generosity speaking about tolerance compassion scientific rational outlook also giving space to magical things happening you know kindness there are certain underlying themes as a scientist and as a writer which is seamlessly brings in spirituality and science together amazing now we share a common background both of us are engineers james and i are engineers i am also a btech so i certainly believe had i not had a science and engineering background i would have struggled to translate his books now you know you can't you know define uh, you know resonance and translate that correct if you look at it you know everything is linked to the topic also like when he says about chaos and you know any defines that differential equation i mean if you go deeper there is another link you know if you, i mean it's he leaves it to the reader the background which we shared and also like james i also used to read a lot so probably the familiarity with spiritual books and text helped me a lot the holy bible uh, right from mira's books the malayalam version and the english version you know i have both the bible versions with me and i'm very close to the missionary sisters a lot of them work in uh, in in lucknow when you be whenever i have any doubt in the about the bible i would run to them they'll give me tapioca and fish curry and also tell me all the nuances of bible that's how you know sacramental bread i will ask them what is this meaning james also is very very generous with his time and explanation you know when i uh, when i uh, reach out the wonderful uh, factors we met each other for the first time during the jcb uh, award ceremony we had never seen each other before you know uh, it was only through phone and uh, whatsapp even whatsapp video call we never did just phone me you know so we met each other for the first time in jcb uh, but but the space and the understanding and the respect he gives to me as a translator which i think is uh, you know something which every translator should speak about i would not have been able to do justice to his books but for the dedication with which he gives feedback he gives me the space and the respect uh, being a practicing christian his knowledge and understanding of hindu scriptures it seriously it amazes me actually it, yes. it really yes. amazes me and the, in fact in one of the interviews uh, i was looking at he says he was quoting from lalita sahasranama exactly nirishwara nama nirishwara transcending the god is the is a word of lalita so i am also practicing hindu i also had to go back and read and understand you know and then then i found you know oh you will be surprised in the book of exodus he is also a big hanuman bhakta by the way although he is a practicing christian the sort of insights about hanuman ji and the shlokas which he has defined my god although i translated four books from sri ramcharitamanas i have never had the opportunity to know the shlokas in the books i asked him kahan se ye it unke aate hain he loves he says a lot of things should not be revealed you know that is what he said but amazing insights into hanuman ji will get in the next book and uh, the contrast see he talks about all these complex uh, serious things like philosophy yes. or spirituality and all 
but his protagonists are very very ordinary characters and he makes you believe that these people can understand and talk about it and discuss about it i think that's the beauty of his writing absolutely in this uh, nireeswaran one of the main protagonists is a uh prostitute in a village Correct. janaki absolutely uh. janaki janaki and uh, in this dattapaharam that fredericks is a just an ordinary engineering student right and uh, out of all things that antique clock that uh, gentleman is a coffin maker coffin maker you're very right you know roberto the scientist is explaining the concept of zero and balance and relativity yes yes a two two a village prostitute and says ki janaki compared to a lot of scientists you know you have such insights into the world and all you need is this you know open open hearted you know it's such amazing insights amazing insights you know one interesting conversation so i asked him sometimes i asked him one or two references very complex if you remember surya godi shada prabha you know amana ena govala So, code is Surya Prabha, you know. So, one hundred crore sun. So, I, I was telling so he says, see, fission and fusion and all of this has been explored long time. If I said, where do you get all this? So, I said, Mini, I would suggest that sometime when you get time, you read Yoga Vasishta and Ashtavakra Gita. I almost fell off the chair. Okay. So, this is this is what he told me. I almost fell off the chair. I said, James, even for translating your book. and i actually purchased ashtavakra gita and yoga vasishta from geeta press and it is so voluminous and so complicated i have just kept it as a pooja wala kitab only i am not at the daring to read those books okay? <laughs> so i said you please summarize it and tell me i really don't have the capacity to understand these books so that is a sort of in depth analysis he does now which one of these book the most challenging to translate out of all these books Oh, of all the books I've translated, Nirishwaran was the most challenging to translate. Why was that, ma'am? Because, uh, because Nirishwaran, unlike Antiklok, see, Antiklok is from a uh, perspective of a coffin maker, correct? And it flows; it's it's through the ordinary life. The Tapaharam again, engineering. James said for him, the Tapaharam was the toughest book. Mm-hmm. Exodus again, it's village life. I'm familiar. Now, for the first time, you know, Shankara's Advaita philosophy, a concept of a man having out of body experiences after death parallel worlds explaining all of this using the scientific tools a scientist to explains the concept of smells and microcosm and macrocosm my god you know it was so challenging for me intellectually i had to go back to my engineering textbooks my physics textbooks abhi yaar ye time wala it is a concept of time and space and i really had to work extremely hard read up but it is immensely satisfying now james is such a meticulous writer mm-hmm. if a comma in the original he says mini i must have told over each sentence for 2 3 months if a comma is there it is there for a reason if an actor structure is there direct speech is there it is for a reason now we have this conversation i said direct speech sometimes doesn't translate literally into english i might have to convert it into indirect speech but still he says let's try to be as faithful to the original spirit as possible without losing the beauty so if a word like t o o two sometimes you know i leave it but rest assured the feedback will come mini the two is missing here that is a sort of dedication so when a person sets a benchmark so high my skill as an editor and translator also improved working with him and he will get such beautiful insights you know so the passion with which the writer 
uh, gives you feedback and works along with you we do intense amount of editing together first i do the whole book i send it to him then he will give me general feedback then i rework and send it to him then every sentence even if it is 1 lakh words we edit together so that's a sort of unsaid hard work which has gone behind each and every one of the book you know people see only the final product people don't realize how many hours and this is after holding full time jobs james was a scientist he retired as a senior scientist of vssc he managed to write all of this while holding you know managing responsibility as a family householder and a scientist so i mean very inspiring very inspiring that way now what are the current projects that you are working on ma'am the books like i told you james's first book which we translate for the first time together it took 12 years in malayalam it took sweet another 7 years in english also because we completed it in 2018 but another 5 years it has taken na i mean almost from the day 17 se leke probably it will get published next year 2024 so 17 was the time when i started translating it so uh, book of exodus is going to come next year so that is with penvinna we have written two more of his novellas one is laika the first uh, dog with the russian sent to space if you remember he has written a novel about it from the perspective of a russian scientist right who who was taking care of laika it is a novella then there is a novella called one legged crow and that is also a very mysterious surreal sort of a book so these two novellas uh probably uh, we are trying to you know uh, uh so we have just completed it and it's with the literary agent right now so uh three books of james is there sonia rafiq is a very brilliant writer she's an agricultural scientist based in dubai her books uh, have won dc awards and you know a lot of awards and james was in the award committee if you look at the coincidence of that so <laughs> which i discovered later so her book is part of the ba malayalam literature syllabus of kerala university also she is very much into nature environmentalism so the first book is herbarium from the point of view of a motherless little boy how he is discovering nature it's a beautiful book uh, it's again with the literary agent and uh, uh, there is a book called house of girls about the lives of three arab women in 1950 uae so it's like a story with a story shara said style of writing so these two books of uh, sonia's i translated so these two books are with the literary agent so these are a couple of projects and i have also translated like i told you lanka kant so which is again with my publisher okay so finally before we end the conversation how is the translation scene in uh, malayalam ma'am malayalam to english you know malayalam is very blessed uh, in the sense that you know we grew up reading classics world classics translated in malayalam all the russian books dostoevsky everything you know we all marcus is a big name every malayali who reads has read marcus in malayalam translated so we had brilliant writers i remember reading khandekar's uh, yayati in malayalam okay ashapurna devi all the pradham pradeshudi bagul kadai read in malayalam as a high school student nirmal varma short stories so literary magazines you know madhubhumi duradarshini i remember bengali novels so we were introduced to world literature Uh, through serialized novels in malayalam literary magazines or books we grew up in a culture of translation never really realizing the amount of hard work and erudition which had gone in you know today i wonder about those translators we simply assumed it just appeared out of the blue but there was somebody sitting and burning the midnight toil and translating all of this correct so because of the richness now if you look at malayalam you will find fatima is there you know you'll find shainaz abid so many women jayshree kalatil who have won a multiple series of awards jcb crossword everything 
and now HarperCollins, Penguin, you know, Westland, everybody has got a translation wing. They're actively encouraging. Or books have won a lot of awards. You know, Malayalam, it was almost like JCB was only being won by Malayalam uh, authors at one particular time. You know, we were competing with each other half the time in long list and short list. So this culture of finding bilingual and multilingual readers and writers in Malayalam. You know, you can be a doctor, but maybe on the side you're doing, you know, translation. So this sort of a culture. So I, I really have great hopes of Malayalam. And I've been reading some new uh, writers also. Very promising works. You know, I just, DC uh, books, they, they keep publishing young authors. And I find a lot of promising young writers, you know. So I think very exciting things. I only wish other languages in India also had this culture. Because I would love to read, you know, uh, I mean, I read uh, Draupati, you know, uh, and, and Yagya Seni and Karna Shivaji Savan and then all Mrtinjay and everything, either in Malayalam and English. I would love to read various novels in my, uh, you know, in of my country, of other states. But unfortunately, we don't, we don't have a, a venue, right? It's only through English if it comes and somebody can translate from English to that. My hope and prayer is, we start recognizing translators for what they are. Uh, and then for the first, for example, for the first two books, my name appeared in the back cover, in very small print. So the culture, I'm telling you, this was translators across the world had to fight to have their names come in the front cover. And even now, the, uh, the font size is different. So I am hoping for a day in which these international translation awards and all recognizes, you know, it's a partnership. So we have to value people, value, because there is no money out of this. Half of us are doing it for the sheer pleasure and contribution to uh, literature. So we have to respect this profession and uh, we have to we have to respect our translators. That would be my request at the end of the interview. I would like to thank Priyamvada because she is my junior in XLRI and also she translated J. Mohan, is one of my most favorite uh, writers. Whatever book he has written in Malayalam or translated into Malayalam, I will stand in a queue and read it. That's the sort of fascination I have for the power of his writing. Oh my God. I'm, I'm speechless when it comes to describing his power of his words, right? So I would like to thank Priyamvada for introducing your wonderful team to me all. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you very much. Thank you, Anil.